Hey there, everybody. I am getting a chance to put out more content, which is really, really fun because we're all quarantined. So today I just wanted to talk about some of the things that have been running through my mind through this whole uh, interesting yet happy time, as the title of the episode is. Interesting yet happy times. Um, The reason why I say happy is because today I went on a family bike ride with my kids and my husband, and we had not done that. I got that bike uh, for my birthday this year in December, and I don't think I've ridden it more than two times. And that's a really funny thing to think about because it's Saturday today, and Why didn't I do this with my family all the other Saturdays? It's not like, you know, it's understandable if we're doing it on a Tuesday. You know, that wouldn't happen in the middle of the day on a Tuesday Um, with my husband working and, and the kids being at school or whatever. But it's just interesting that the way our minds work, um, we are so busy getting nowhere are the thoughts that came through to my mind. And I'm like, what is that all about? You know? And I am the biggest, I am the, 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 the guiltiest party of this. And, you know, I come on this podcast and I know I've, I've tried to put out a lot of really positive content. Um, and honestly, when I started this podcast, this whole thing, I really didn't think that I was going to talk as much about Jesus and my faith and all that. And, and just go that direction. You know, my friends had asked me if I would, but it just kind of seemed to go in that direction. That was what was coming out of my heart. And the reason for that is because I was really doing a deep dive into my faith and and trying to um, basically find out all the things, all the, you know, the things that didn't make sense to me um, about why I would pray for things and nothing would happen. Um, why I felt like I was in a powerless relationship with God, and yet I called myself a Christian. Um, When it says in the Word of God, you know, when you lay hands on people, they will be healed, you know, if you believe. And then I thought, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong with my belief. And so that that was part of my my deep dive. And so um, I'm not saying all this because I'm coming on and I'm being fake. that's not it at all but it did cross my mind like are you not being real Carly are you hiding behind religion are you hiding behind um, all these nice little uh, cute verses that people put on posters and you know hang them in their house or buy them at stores you know what I mean like I my point is I really want to be real and and I'll, I'll be honest I was a little scared to be really real because to be really, really, really raw and real, I I look bad. I look really bad. And I, you know, I yell at my kids sometimes and I I get angry at my husband and lash out at him and oh that sounds really bad just saying lashing out, but um, you know, I get moody and I get in bad moods and I I do all these things and and then I feel like such a hypocrite. And I just don't want to feel that way. And I know, believe me, I know 
I know the whole thing. I know that, you know, um, it's the devil, right? Our enemy, our sworn enemy to every single soul on this earth that makes us feel condemnation. We don't have to live under that. Um, but I, what I've realized is that I still live under a lot, a lot of the times it's gotten less and less, but I live under the old law. I live under condemnation. I live like I'm having to, um, you know, live by 600 and something rules, you know, and if I break them, then I'm bad. I mean, it's always kind of been an issue in my life since I was young, um, that if I didn't do it perfect, then it was just a bust. It didn't even count. It wasn't even uh, worth it. And so that's a dangerous way to live. And I know that. And thank God for the fact that we have kids, right? Because they remind us and show us and, and remind us of, of maybe how hard we are on our own selves. And so because his parents were trying to teach them not to be so hard on themselves. Like, for example, my son Hudson, who um, is, is a really amazing little budding artist. And I see him literally lose his mind when he messes up a little bit on something and I don't even look at it like I look at it and I go that's he didn't even mess up but like it still looks good he's like it's not and he'll just crinkle it up and just throw it on the ground and I'm like oh my gosh like I don't remember being like that as a kid I remember being like that like now (laughs) and that scares me because I, you know, try to keep that part hidden from people. Um, but I'm, I've been told all of my life and I'm still currently being told you're too hard on yourself, Carolee. You're too hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. You know, geez, I think you're being too hard on yourself. And it's like, wow, I'm still hearing that. So back to the drawing board, God, help me out. So anyways, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but um, this is all to say that it I like this quarantine um, for a few reasons. Um, what, so I'll just start with that. And then, I mean, there's obvious reasons why anybody wouldn't like the quarantine, you know, where it's, if you feel like you're locked down, you know, you can't go anywhere. Um, there's a lot of unknowns and things like that, right? Um, some people might be, you know, trapped in fear in their head and stuff. I'm, I'm at peace. I have been from the beginning. I'm not worried about uh, getting the virus, but if my mind ever does want wander, which it has, where I go, well, gosh, if this is like the flu, I mean, this is going around. I mean, I don't want to get the flu because you know, I got the flu before I talked about that in my last episode and that was awful. I mean, it was awful, but this time I just decided to go in a different direction. I just decided to really stand firmly on my faith. And I'm really glad actually that I dove deeper into my faith, um, so that I was prepared for something like this. Um, where if it does hit my family, if it does hit one of my children or my, or a parent or my husband or even myself, you know, that I, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to open the word of God. And I am going to start just speaking the word of God over the situation because that is actually what God tells us to do. He, 
He actually says to do that. And I don't do that. I have not had a life of doing that. Um, I, I have always just been that, you know, church going girl on Sundays and then during the middle of the week living like the devil, you know, just, you know, not like maybe to the world standards living like the devil, but just not, not living like, you know, having faith, right? Having faith, believing that God is God and I am, I am human and, you know, but I've also been given the keys to the kingdom. Like when Jesus died, he gave us the keys to the kingdom. And so um, we're able to stand firm and speak to uh, the storms in our life, you know? Like I've seen people do it and people are healed instantly. I'll give you an example. Like I listened to a lot of Todd White. He, I've seen him literally on camera, uh, no editing. Um, but don't take my word for it. Go search it out yourself. Um, but literally he was in Israel and he was like, he went up to this big group of boys that, you know, these kind of like teenage preteens and teenage boys. And a lot of them said they had back issues. And so he like basically would put their legs together and see that, you know, they put their little heels, lined them up. And you could see that like, um, you know, one leg was shorter than the other leg and then he'd just start praying in the name of Jesus and literally I'm not even kidding I saw it like the leg grew and the legs were lined up and the kids felt it some kids felt it some kids didn't but the result was the same they they all their their legs all became one you know the same length crazy 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 so you know when you're seeing stuff like that and I'm hungry as heck you know going after God the last couple of years and I just feel like I know nothing and so because I don't really know what my authority is and what I'm doing of course I'm not going to be able to stand up to something like the coronavirus if it hits my house you know we can I'm told that we can just sit here and pray prayers and we can do all this stuff but it's I don't want to say it's like talking to a wall but the you know I guess in my own way of interpreting some of the the sermons that I've heard lately is that it's it's like like God doesn't hear that he doesn't hear that because he's saying to himself and he says it in the word of God I've given you all that authority he told the disciples before he he died on the cross that um that I'm going to bring, somebody is going to come, actually it was after, I think, when he walked around for like 40 days <clears throat> before he finally ascended to heaven. But he said to them, somebody is going to come that's greater. Um, it's going to be the comforter. It's going to be somebody that, you know, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Basically, the Holy Spirit's going to come and you're going to be able to do, you're going to be able to do bigger things than I'm doing, bigger miracles, like, and and on top of it, you're going to have the Holy Spirit inside of you, this power inside of you. Um, but he's like, but I have to go so that the Holy Spirit can come. So that's what's inside of us. When we ask God into our, into our heart, into our, our body, you know, our, you know, to renew our, our soul, really, because our spirit's perfect, right? 
oh, anyways, I really didn't want to go off on some religious tangent. See, it just comes out of me. I, I don't, I don't understand it. But I, I guess because honestly, sometimes when I listen back to my own podcast episodes, I get encouraged. I really do. I've heard other preachers say this, and it's the most hilarious thing. And you would think it would be like so self-centered, but. I mean, when I heard this guy say that, he's like, I was teaching myself. I couldn't believe it. God put a revelation through me when I was watching me. And that's happened to me before with listening to these back because I have to edit them. I'm not editing them now, not during this little season. I just don't want to. I don't have time for it. But, um, but it's just interesting because I really do get encouraged, you know, but Okay, okay, so back to the whole point of this whole episode, so I don't make it forever and long. Um, I'm happy that we're quarantined because it has grounded all the men. Think about all the men, like especially men like my husband, who travel 75 to 80% of the time gone every week a couple of times a week like that's literally my husband's life it's been that way for the last 10 years um and it's actually ramped up you know it it used to be 50 percent um and it's a lot it's a lot of travel it's been a lot for me to get used to um and so he's home he can't travel and so even when he's working from home because he's still able to do that you know you know, he's making, he's making phone calls and doing emails, but then like, I can see in the coming weeks, like how much strategizing and planning with other companies and, and, you know, um, clients or whatever you want to call it. Can he really make, I mean, nobody can really make plans at this point. So what gets me excited is that for men like my husband, they are home and it forces them to be with their families in ways that they haven't ever been able to maybe ever or in years to spend that quality time like I don't know color with their children go on bike rides like we did today and um I don't know it's just so great because there's more intentional uh family time And so I wasn't even trying to look at the bright side of this whole thing. I just started noticing what was naturally happening. And so Kevin went on a bike ride this morning and he said that he saw a ton of people like, you know, families or just couples out walking. And I'm so encouraged by that because, you know, I'm not a big walker, but we can't be at the gym. You know, I I did like a, uh, you know, a P90X the other day with Kevin and it's like yeah I need to exercise I need to be doing this and to stay just keep my endorphins up for my to, to you know stave off the a depression for me you know um I have like you know my I've mentioned this before and I and I keep saying this and I know I'm gonna make somebody mad who's listening because maybe not mad but just sort of like okay we're kind of waiting for you to do that episode I keep saying like yes I'm gonna talk about my depression and my hormonal imbalance that got balanced and well well that's that's yeah anyway uh you know just a bunch of stuff like that I need to that I have to do to stay well I don't know if well is the right 
word because it makes me sound like I've got like a mental issue. But in but you know, in some regards it is. I was born, I think, with a little bit less serotonin um in my brain, but I believe that God healed that back in the middle of January of this year. Um when I went to a Todd White conference. So anyway, I will I will talk about that. Today it's about finding happiness excuse me, finding happiness in, um, in the midst of this strange and interesting time. Um, I'm really finding like some joy in this, um, trying to change some bad habits, like not going upstairs and watching TV and my husband's downstairs watching a different TV. Anybody do that? Anybody? Um, that's not spending time together, but you know, you get so exhausted at the end of the day and you kind of just, <laughs> you know, I was just going to say quarantine yourselves and I'm, you know, I'm just trying to change these little stupid habits that there's no real hostility behind them. Um, but it, it puts separation between you and your spouse. Um, and we use the excuse of, well, he likes to watch stuff that I don't like to watch and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm fine with watching cops. If he wants to sit there and watch, you know, live PD, uh, you know, I'll, I have, I, I'll sit there with him and just like hold his hand or just sit next to him because for some reason, even that does something, you know, it's putting me in a closer proximity to him. Um, so I, it, what this whole quarantine thing has done is it's forced me to sort of look at it's shown me the habits I've created um I I think I must have had a little bit of anxiety uh when this whole thing started because I stayed up till two in the morning watching a stupid show and picking out like eating ice cream at like one in the morning like who does that like I guess me and I'm like why am I doing that like that is just not healthy (laughs) I have three kids to take care of and they're still going to be getting up at the butt crack of dawn so why I did that it's just funny because and I've also watched my husband do similar stuff like he has stayed up a couple of times just in the last week and a half that things have happened with this quarantine and he has stayed up a couple of times till midnight like boyfriend does not do that like he's usually in bed by 10 10 30 at the latest you know because he's got to work the next day or he just knows that the kids get up early and he's you know usually up early because he can't once he wakes up he's up so um but he's done that and he's like I don't know it's like there's he's getting to let down in certain ways um that he hasn't been able to in years and I'm I'm so part of that like that's a bad habit like we don't need to continue those habits of staying up late and and stuffing our faces that would be me um I'm praying about that try to get a handle on that but also it's kind of joyous like that brought me like that made my heart a little happy to see my husband sort of out of do something out of the box because he's very routine and so it just told me that he was resting in a sense like for him that is like resting and getting to like and he's not even a movie guy so for him to like just sit there and just let down and and allow himself to just sit there and enjoy a movie is awesome um 
So yeah, and I know that this is bringing a lot of joy to the kids. The kids get their parents. They get both of their parents. And if you're a single parent, they get all of you, right? Um, Everybody's just home. It's just, it's such a blessing. Now I know there's the other side of it where they're driving you crazy and there's only so much hiking and bike riding and playing outside in your driveway and maybe walking around the, I mean, I guess we can, you know, walk around that we can do, you know what I mean? After a while, you're just like, oh my gosh, will somebody please, like, for example, like, how are people going to have date nights? How are they going to get out of the house? How about all the friends I know that, uh, they definitely do a date night and a girl's night, like once a week. So they're definitely out of the house and away from their kids at least twice a week. And so it's like, what are they doing? What are they doing to refresh themselves and stay, like, keep their sanity, like, stable, right? Because I'll be honest, I mean, I kind of woke up in a little bit of a gnarly mood this morning. I, well, and that's my fault because I have, I've needed to catch up on my sleep. Um, It's just... It's just funny. It's just funny. I have to say it's just funny. You know, I, I, I really want my kids to have a structure, but I have to remember it's Saturday today, right? But I really wanted them to watch this, this program called Superbook. And it kind of teaches the kids through this really cool cartoon sort of platform, um, about different stories in the Bible. You know, I want them to be able to have that kind of education besides when they just go to church on Sunday and um, they just weren't listening. And I mean, it's so crazy because I watch my husband with sports with our kids, especially with my oldest son. And he gets so, he can go from zero to 60 with his anger when my son is like acting like he could care less, right? About the sports that he's doing. And my husband's so into sports. So that's how I am about my faith. But I'm realizing that that's making me look like a control freak religious person. And that is so the opposite of what I ever want to be. And I, I piss my own self off. You know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? No, I, I don't even want to be around you. And I'm you. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> well, I'm going to, I'm going to close this episode out and just say, oh, I hope you guys are all getting through this, having peace you know, continue to declare Psalms 91 over your house, over yourselves, over your family, over your street, your neighborhood, your neighbors, you know, extend yourself to your neighbors. I had this thought this morning. I'm like, wouldn't it be awesome if I could put out a little invitation, you know, walk around and put a note on everybody's door and say, Hey, let's all come out and be socially responsible and keep our social distance but everybody brings out their own table you know like one of those fold-out tables and we come out in the middle of the street or maybe just on the sidewalk because people saw the drive through but you know we all just come out to our driveways in front of our houses and we eat dinner but I don't know I don't know how that would would work out but I just it's a thought and it's just more about the fact that you know we're all here we're all you know, inside our homes, and yet it's, uh, you know, people want to socialize, they want to talk to each other, they want to reach out, and 
Um, I just don't know if people are afraid or if they admit to admit to the fact that they're afraid and it's understandable. I can understand. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, if, if, you know, one of my kids or somebody in my family tested positive, or if I did, I think my first thought would be like, okay, deep breath, you know, now what? Um, but I really think that my faith up to this point, I could, I could say that I would really, I would really do my best to walk it out. I really would. I would really say, okay, God, I am going to trust you. You know, I'm going to trust you through this. Um, I've seen God change things in my life, turn situations around that I had no control over. And I knew there's no way that I could do anything to change it. Um, and I've watched him change it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there is a God. And, you know, I don't know how many times it's going to take for me to really believe. I know there's a God, right? Um, but it's funny how sometimes as humans, we have to keep getting proved to over and over and over. And it's, it's actually quite comforting to know that the disciples were just like that as well. You know, they saw, they walked with Jesus. They saw so many miracles in the three years that they were with him. And they still, they still, like, had belief issues. Um, and so that reminds me that I'm just, I'm not alone with that and that it takes time. But I really want that part to, to grow in me and believe that God is who he says he is and will do what he says he's going to do um, when I call out his name. Be blessed, take care, and stay healthy. God bless you guys.